Hello, cheekies. And welcome to Chatty Amigas, a podcast where two friends approach everyday problems and find practical solutions. We are your hosts, Amafe. And I'm Ella. So, a couple things. Um, it's a migrating season. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear many birds, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Let's forgive them and enjoy the sounds of nature. <laughs> While we chat. Enjoy, enjoy the fact that we don't live in a forest, but Mela does, so enjoy the birds. <laughs> Chat Amigas featuring birds. <laughs> that sounds like a rap album coming soon. <laughs> you know, that would be kind of awesome. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, so that's happening. Um, okay, so how many of you, raise of hands, <laughs> 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 have gone on a date and thought it went fantastic only to find out they ghost you in the next couple of days. Yep. I think yep, <laughs> both of us at We're least. both raising our hands. <laughs> it's happened. So, or like you meet someone, you vibing, things go great. This is me speaking as a female. I'm sure guys kind of had this problem, right? And then you switch numbers and then never hear from them ever again. And you're like, yep. I don't get it. Like, and then you replay everything in your head. You're like, but it went perfect. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> right. It's very frustrating. So the question at hand is, why is dating so hard? And why is it a challenge to find the right one? That's right. So today we will be spilling the tea on why dating is difficult and how to make it a bit easier. So during the research, or research specialist, aka Mela, we <laughs> found some great articles. And as you guys know, we're going to link them down below. And the first one we're going to start with is why dating as a millennial is so screwed up. And so- Oh, go ahead. No, no, we, we, we talked about this because our, our demographic, demographic. Of, of listeners, uh, most of them fall into the category, age, age category uh, that qualifies as millennials. You do so, have a bunch of Generation Zs, which is also why, because we feel that nowadays it's like similar because internet is out and Wi-Fi and social media, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I feel that everyone can mirror their problems because it's similar. I, I, back then, things were a bit more simple. You didn't have so many like facets <laughs> in mm-hmm. being as sociable. So we found it more on millennial. Why dating as a millennial is messed up. I think dating has always been difficult to begin with. I don't mm-hmm. think it was ever something simple, simple. I mean, it is once you're married. I, and I say that because... It's the patience. I feel it's the patience of waiting for the right one to come and embrace themselves in your life. And I think that's what makes it difficult because at the end of the day, it's like either you're interested or you're not. Like at this point, it's like, if you're 12, okay, get that. But after you're in your 20s and so on and so forth, like, why is it so difficult? Either you want to get to know the person or you don't, you know? And and it it sucks when it's a lot of no's. (laughs) or a lot of potentials and it's like but you're almost there but you're not quite it's kind of like buying a pair of shoes that don't fit comfortably (laughs) like you're gonna have to be like that forever and you're like oh it's leather it'll stretch out it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) maybe once in a blue moon it does um but ultimately yeah it's it's just it's the patience thing for me yeah and and we're gonna talk about that I think a little bit more so Oh. <laughs> so, so these this web this uh, first link that we're gonna use right, and as we say the, the name it was white dating as a millennial so screwed up. So the the first point that they point out is that um, we ghost as a way to end things. And I mean I don't do I that. that. I, I don't do that. that. I'm like an old mm-hmm. millennial, I guess. But if you're not, it's not that you're old, it's that you're mature because children do this. Hey, children hey, ghost hey, people, hey, 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 hey. people with dignity, respect, and that are mature don't ghost. If you're very a listener true. and you ghost, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Right because now. if you're no longer interested in somebody, just, just tell them, don't yeah. stop responding because if someone did that to you in real life, you would be completely psychotic because, but because it's over text or an instant message, if, you know, people somehow 
reassign themselves to thinking that it's okay, but it's not. It's not okay to do that. Just just tell them, just let them know, hey, I'm sorry, it's not working out. Mm -hmm. Number two, we're also hyper-focused on sex. So the thing is, we're so focused on the physical attraction and aspects of a person that mm -hmm. now we're not allowing ourselves to get to know them. And it's, I think it's even more so over the phone or on the social media internet because you, you see the person. You don't get a moment for the, um, what is it called? The pheromones to take part because you can't with the screen. Right. Um, because it's not always just a physical look. There's more mm -hmm. to the science behind it. And I think we're just so focused on that perfect picture, like, oh my God, he's hot because of this picture. And then you see him and then he's not, or, oh my God, she's so attractive, but then she looks completely different without all those filters. So exactly. I think that's something that we're just so focused on that we're not, we don't know who they are. We're not willing to get to know who they are, really. It's it's very complicated. Yeah, it's, and like you, like you were saying, pictures don't do justice, right? Or or on the other they do hand, too much justice. Well, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Or on the other hand, it just goes way over the top because we're in this era of of really high and fast technology, and people can very gently edit their pictures where it's not a full on filter. <laughs> no, I would say gently because there's people that are really good with technology, and you don't even see that it's a filter. Some of them, you're like, that's a bad oh, filter. No. Like everybody can tell it's a filter. <laughs> So, true. so that's why it's just kind of hard, but mm -hmm. uh, it sucks. So the next one is we're in a competition of who can care the least. And sadly, I guess the society we live in right now showing actual emotions is kind of, it's heavily frowned upon. Show, so if we show our cards and act like we're interested, it leaves a person we're affectionate about turn off and running into the opposite direction instead of being flattered that we actually give a crap about them. <laughs> that we care. So, so there's little gratitude for honest and happy emotions, which which stinks because there is a few of us that actually want that, that actually care, that actually want to show that side of us, even though it's hard, but we want to make it work. Mm -hmm. And when we do, people are like, eh, bye. Then you know what? They're not mature enough to handle real adult stop. relationship. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Why? It's no, 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 love. not to you, the person that does. That. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because if somebody is like trying to explain to you why they're having a hard time committing, listen to them and then try to work around Hold it. On. When are we having this conversation though? Like later on down the month, down the line, like three like months how, in, maybe. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. At that point, yeah. Like, why yeah. would you? Why would you? Don't want to know the details. I like, mean, don't don't open up about your whole life story the very first time. No, please don't. That's overwhelming. But, yeah, but after you've had some some like a couple of dates or some intimacy, like where you're starting to share emotions and you feel that it's you know read the room, read the vibe, yeah. and you open up and they're like, yeah, you're too much then let them go yeah. they don't that's you. why i'm a big fan of being direct from the get-go yeah like why are we here mm -hmm. like what is your intention which, and which this worked. Is to progress, it worked for me yes exactly always like anytime someone showed interest in me i was very direct like what yeah. is your intention with getting to know me like what what is it because exactly. i don't want to waste my time mm -hmm. and then they if they you know if we had the same goal then it was like all right so how do you view this topic? How do you view this topic? How do you view this topic? And I said, you know, I just want to be direct because I'd rather be honest from the beginning. And if it's not going to work out, I don't want to waste our time and right. our emotions. And, you know, very positive feedback I got from everybody regarding that. Well, yeah, that's good because you were dealing with more mature men instead of yeah. children. That I made a like point. <laughs> Well, yeah, and you, you, you also knew who you were speak talking to instead of like trying to find somebody in, in an online dating site. Like you, well, I mean, I met them in person, but exactly, I I mean, you know, they weren't like my besties. But that's yeah. a story for another day. Yeah, yeah, that's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing is going to that about talking. We're nowadays apparently too strategic about our responses. So now if you respond to someone right away, you come off 
desperate into available, which is sad. It's very confusing because we have instant access to communicate all the time, but we're treating it as it's as if we're sending like snail mail, basically. Mm -hmm. So instead of being, you know, honest, so like we hold our responses to try to show that we're how busy, important and unattached we are. I, I get it. You have to kind of be a challenge, which is why I constantly say phone call phone yes, call yes, me yes. in person because yes. this can be mirroring one another and like I can get it like you don't want to come off to desperate that's why I don't like texting texting is just not a good form of dating like yep. at all yep I I actually very much agree with you because somebody could send a text and you read it in a completely different way than mm -hmm. they meant it and then now mm -hmm. they're upset and you're like I didn't even mean it that way and they're like well what do you mean and you're like well call me like calm down so this it, is why I hate texting nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it's very or yeah, it's very true. People it's conf it's it. stressful, and then they have too much access to you, and then you have to like some when you're dating show that you don't have that access. It's just stop it. We're done. Just call. Just call people. Just, just go on yeah, a date or, in person. If yeah, if you don't like making phone calls, then text about meeting up and go to a date in person. Yes, because a lot of people, it. a lot of people hate phone calls but they do really well in person so just meet in person if you don't like mm -hmm. phone calls or facetime at least you're seeing each other's face how about that mm -hmm. so the next one is that we expect a per a perfection that doesn't exist and it's very true because now again like we said with social media and dating profiles that are basically shoved in our faces they lead they lead, lead us to believe or entitled a fairy tale life that doesn't truly exist. And it's true, people, and, and we have to remember that social media is not real life. People just post the best of them all the time. They don't post the sad or the ugly, right? So if we're seeing people's profiles or people's Instagram feed and we're like, oh my God, they have such a perfect life. They go places all the time. And mm -hmm. like, they're having dates with their husband and like, look at how generous their boyfriend is, right? then we think now that every relationship needs to be that way, which that's not the reality of it. Mm -hmm. I have three things I want to share when you're done with your do. No, go ahead. Do. Okay. Yes. I thought you were done. Are you sure? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. yes. Do. Do. <laughs> so my dad always said, and I agree with this to this day, hardcore, if the couple is too lovey-dovey in public, they just don't get along behind closed doors because they're trying to make a point. Because yes. there's a difference between the the like subtle care that they show mm -hmm. one another and then there's this oh my god i love you so much Mwah. and like just being Ugh. all over there's usually that's too much that's not a good sign mm -hmm. like uh, my dad knew so if you constantly see this oh my god my love oh my god my husband probably a couple things are happening the person's insecure about the relationship things are not going well like if someone's constantly posting, oh my God, look at the flowers my hubby or boyfriend got me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their relationship is not good because if you don't have to keep posting about it, bon thing vince. If it's good, everyone will know. You don't have to keep screaming how amazing it is. Yep. The second, so then I have two other stories I want to share. So being by New York, I've seen um, the influencers. <laughs> right yes. on and about um, i'm sure that's common like everywhere now but i've seen i don't know how good they are hiding it nowadays but i saw this one chick like she was just posing with a bunch of bags she went shopping let me tell you shopping like expensive stuff shopping like easily a thousand dollars dropped okay and she's like posting about it no one sees that she's with her 80 year old boyfriend in the I'm picture stuck. and no one saw how she was trying to sneak a photo and hide it from him so he wouldn't get mad right and she's like pose she's got the pose on like perfect though let me tell you like i'm like dang you do this that much that you know your angles and then the second thing, <laughs> it, and it's not there's it's not that it's wrong to know your angles it's just it was too quick yes, but she just yes. was so professional about it it was like I don't know. It was fake. Cringy. It was cringy. Yeah. And then I saw another one where I went to a field of lavender flowers and this couple was there. She was like, they had, she had a professional photographer mm -hmm. and she was posing and she looked phenomenal. Like the pictures I know came off flawless. She looked amazing. Like 
10 out of 10. And like her boyfriend was there. I didn't realize it was her boyfriend because she was so unattached to him. Mm. And he was all over his phone texting. He probably was texting his like side chick for all. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he was like so bored out of his mind. Like I cannot express to you. And then after the photographer finished with her, I was like, all right, let's do the couple shoot. I'm like, oh, what? And like they got together. They were posing like they were deeply in love. But there was no connection the whole time. The pictures looked phenomenal. It took within three seconds. Like, okay, you're good. You can leave now. Like, he was literally her prop and accessory. They had no connection. Then they moved to location. She was nowhere near him. She was focused with the photographer. The guy was just trailing along. Nothing. So half those pictures, it's not even real. Like, it's fake. They don't have, like, a relationship. It's depressing. So just please understand it's it's not always real. (laughs) Exactly. Yep, and, and this this website it pointed something really nice that uh, that it said we failed to realize a relationship or a balanced bond that with the amazing things coming perfections as well. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. No, and with that it comes. Uh, I feel like it uh, harmonizes with this. We're overloaded with options, mm-hmm. so you know it's kind of like you have the list is too much of a list. What was that expression we used to use back in the day? Like, oh, you're you have you it's just too much. I forget. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we believe that we don't have to settle on anything because there's always someone better looking or with a better family life, better hobbies, or someone with a better bank account. So we move from person to person, and even if we land on someone that makes us feel great and we could totally develop ourselves into that relationship we're never quite willing to give up the search because the never-ending journey becomes more exhilarating than the actual prize itself so we have to be careful there's like if you value yourself and you're like I want to be with someone that's valuable and that's going to be good to me and we're going to be happy there's I don't feel there's anything wrong with that with having certain expectations right I had expectations. I had like a a top three, like my future husband needs to be like A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. And I found him, you know, was he perfect? No, but he's perfect for me. And you have to find what's going to be perfect for you. Like you're going to have to like, no one, you're not going to find someone that doesn't have baggage. You're not going to find someone that has like a big flaw. It's just, we live in this world with no one leaves unscathed. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Just find the crazy you can handle. Exactly. And, and you'll be okay. <laughs> and it's very true because I remember in this, this going to get a little personal for me, not, not about you. <laughs> but you. I remember <laughs> your face, you're like, don't, no. <laughs> I remember the advice you gave me one time because I was getting to know this guy and there was something that was going on with him um, mentally. And I yeah. remember you told me, is this something you can handle on a day-to-day yeah. basis? And I thought I could, and I decided, you know what? It's not fair for me to, to say no just because he's got a slight disability. Uh-huh. And I decided to stick around, and you know, I ended up breaking up with him because of something else. It wasn't even related to his disability. Uh-huh. But that was really good because I thought, okay, it's true. Is this something I can deal with on a day basics and I was able to because I just needed to adjust the way I reacted to a certain things or or I approached certain things right just had to be a little slower about it let it process Mm -hmm. but we ended up not being a good match and I ended up breaking up breaking up with him just uh, about about something else completely unrelated so you have to like Mela said what can you deal with and what are the good qualities you're looking for in a person and then deal with the rest yeah and I want to I want to touch on sorry the good and the bad you said no the good overpowers sometimes the bad when when you when he meets what you're looking for yeah and like I want to touch back on that disability thing like if someone has a severe disability rather it be mental and physical like you can't don't feel like you're being a jerk because you take two times to think about it because you're not going to do anyone a favor because oh you know I'm not going to be like that no like Okay, good. The fact that you've been considering dating this person tells a lot about you. Okay, that's one. You're not a judgmental person. Two, this is serious. This is the rest of your life. Like, can you handle it? Are you going to be overwhelmed? Is it going to be too exhausting? Are you going to resent that person? Because not only are you not doing yourself a favor, you most certainly are not being loving towards the other person with the disability or doing them any favors because they're going to jump into this relationship thinking this is wonderful. And then they have to deal with the constant remorse and perhaps like separation. Like you just broke their heart. 
when you could have just thought about it a little through, but no, you didn't want to come off as a jerk, Mm -hmm. but you're being a bigger jerk. So it's something you have to think about. Like, and it's, you know, I've seen it, I've seen it working in the schools with kids with disabilities. Like Mm -hmm. it's not easy sometimes and and you have to be willing to, you know, be okay with it. So if if that's happening, just, you know, make sure that you really can handle it. It doesn't make you a jerk for being like second guessing it a little. Exactly. We all have, we all have our own limitations. Yeah. So the next one is that we'll become content with being alone. And I can testify Mm -hmm. to that myself. (laughs) And, you know, we all really, it mentions while we've been navigating the journey to find love, we've constantly committed our lives to ourselves and made them into something that's happy and rewarding with us, someone to love, which means Mm -hmm. it's that much harder to invite a a relationship into our lives. We're fine on our own, so we won't leave our comfort zones for anyone. And sometimes we even find minor and trivial reasons to not because we're secretly happy with things just the way they are. And mm-hmm. I can testify to that because I, yes, I am a millennial and, and I do live alone. Like the, the cheekies that have been listening since day one, you guys know that I currently live by myself with my dog. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten into a routine, right? I get to do certain things by myself. I, I, I get up, you know, lunchtime, dinner time, laundry cleaning, like all those little things that you would have to share with a mate. I've gotten used to doing them by myself. And, you know, I can leave my house. I don't have to ask anybody for permission or, hey, is it okay? Or, hey, I'm going to invite somebody over or, hey, somebody needs my help. I'm going to go, right? So I have been in this in this journey of living alone for a couple of years now almost three and it's just it's it's great I mean I love by myself I love my space I love not having to cook for somebody if I don't have to mm-hmm. you know if I want to have cookies and, and milk which I can't have milk but if I wanted <laughs> to do that for dinner if I wanted to have a beer and popcorn for dinner I can't right it's not that oh well, my husband worked all day I have to have a meal for him like I feel bad right so it's you know the solution to that takeout takeout <laughs> well, that's an easy fix right so I, I understand that but of course I would like to have somebody in my life somebody to share mm-hmm. with because sometimes it does get very lonely but I also love my space so it's a bit yeah. of a gray area rather I don't want to like say anything for that because I think that if someone's content alone mm-hmm. and they don't feel they need a, a spouse or whatever that's okay like I don't I don't want to like give my opinion on that I think if you have the gift of singleness awesome if you don't that's all and you find the right person awesome and that's that and and I'm not gonna say much about it because right no and sometimes sometimes we have to be content with being alone because that's our only option so for me of course I mean I would love to have a, a husband eventually in the near future if if it happens right Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't happen it just doesn't right but for the time being I have accommodated who I am and and I've become to be very happy with myself and being being by myself so I'm happy by myself I'm content I, I love doing my own thing but if if or when I do meet somebody, I will gladly have somebody because I would love to have somebody. But yeah. in the time being, I'm I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm just out yeah. here being a real millennial that lives alone and loves being alone. Yeah. And with that, I think a lot of people take advantage of that. And then you're stuck in a gray area. If you meet someone that's of interest, which I don't like. So essentially, it's like you're in a relationship without being in a relationship. Mm. So you like don't know what to call it because it's like it's not really your friend, but it's not your, you know, significant other either. Like, and it's like what's happening here? I hate that. I think whoever does that to you, they're putting you on layaway. And I'll explain. (laughs) Like that. Yes, because what they're doing is it's like, I like you but I don't like you enough right now. I want to see what my other options are. So I'm going to put you on layaway. I'm going to make you emotionally invested so you don't seek out anyone else. I'm going to like jump around the world, see if I can find someone better. And if not, then I'll end up with you. That's what they're doing. Let me tell you something that happened to me. And I was so angry because he would text me every like few months, just, Mm -hmm. just to stream me right along. Until one time I I was straight up, like you, like you said, I was like, listen, Mm -hmm. We've been doing this for a long time. Do you want to date me or not? Because I'm not playing games. If you don't, that's fine. We'll remain friends. But if you don't, that's okay. 
Yes, tell him you're no one's plan B. That's right. That is right. I ain't nobody's snack. I am a full size meal. <laughs> yes. So, you know, don't waste your time. If someone's being stupid and they're just, it's an ego thing, I think also at the end, just cut it. Cut it off. Feel like we're done here. No. Mm-hmm. Very true. The next one is that uh, we don't feel accountable for the pain we inflict onto others. And this is very true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when we've hurt someone else's feelings, we don't feel uh, we don't feel even the slightest bit inclined to apologize or to make good on our own wrongs. It is not our problem. It's theirs. A person's emotions, even if it's caused by something we did or said, it's up to them to resolve. We feel entitled to walk around acting like complete losers with the expectation that the way it's received is a reflection of the person of the person we dump our stuff on and nothing to do with the fact that we were the cruel ones i it's sad that this is where this generation is i feel like that's always been around though i think that you know people don't want to deal with the feeling aftermath or the confrontation because they probably weren't that emotionally invested to begin with and the other one was Mm -hmm. so when they end it they don't want to just deal with it which is horrible like yeah and and i think that the technology era plays a big part of that because you makes can it just easier now you can just text somebody whatever your feelings are and then be like that's on them i was that's how i felt or i was honest or those are my feelings or whatever instead of being like shoot i could have rewarded that a little bit yeah, better. people are and, way more courageous behind a phone <laughs> yes because you don't or a screen yeah because you don't if you're texting somebody you don't see their face you don't see their expression but if you are talking with them or face them in the morning person you are gonna be more polite because you genuinely just don't want to make them feel bad because now you're forced to face what you did literally what you said caused the problem so yeah agreed and then we're also jaded (laughs) (laughs) so because we don't see values um, that are good anymore, really. Um, we're a lot of people are, are most likely have a temporary fulfillment instead of a lifelong commitment. And they then like we're like not communicating effectively, so it gets lost in translation. And then we all have our pasts, so it doesn't like help the traumas with it. Um, so it's they're saying that we've become more and more jaded than ever before. We don't even trust that love exists anymore because we're constantly met with disappointment. So I agree with that to a degree. Um, I do think that it's always been difficult, but I can see like nowadays things are just so intense that everyone's just like kind of over it. Um, so these are the reasons why it's so hard to date. Um, I think that we should definitely discuss solutions for it because this is depressing. (laughs) depressing but um before we do i think we should jump over to tea time yes let's do tea time time. (laughs) (laughs) so tea time is when we answer one question that has been submitted to us by one of our listeners yes so Today's question was sent to us by Jane Doe. Thank you so much, Jane Doe. Woo! Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. So her question is, I like him. Is it too bold of me to go and tell him or do I wait? Boom. <laughs> I love how she's spilling the tea on that. Like, this is such a controversial topic, I feel, for like a couple years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have opinions. <laughs> Please do. Please you want do. me to have an opinion? Of course. Um, this is why the chick is cute. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, go ahead because you've done this smart research too. <laughs> well, I always had my personal opinion. So I'm going to be honest. So no one judge me here for having this honest opinion. I'm just being a good friend. Like this is me trying to be a good friend anyways. Yes. Um, A million percent. No, don't ask him out. Don't tell him you're interested. You can tell him you're interested without physically saying you're interested um definitely wait and see what he's gonna do I am a big fan of 
if he's definitely interested in you or if he's mature enough to be with you, he's going to tell you the men are that simple. It's really not that complicated. I promise you women, we make it more complicated than needs be because we think overthink it a lot of times. Exactly. Um, guys get nervous. It's normal. It's shy. I feel like a lot of women use it. Oh my God, but he's like shy as an excuse. It doesn't matter. I had a, like the shyest mouse man ever tell me he had interest in me. It, it yep. really doesn't matter if they really want to have and like get to know you they're going to tell you, I want to get to know you. That's just, it's just how it is. They're very black and white like that. Men, for the most part, are very black and white. Um, so I did some research to see like, why is it that they're not telling you that they're, you know, that they, they, they want to, why haven't they asked you out? Mm-hmm. So one of them, he probably already has a steady girlfriend or has a wife or something. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's not asking you. Maybe he has, doesn't go around promoting it, but that could be it yeah. Two. He doesn't want to date or get into a relationship right now, right? So that's fair. That could be it. Three, he's just boosting his own ego by flirting or texting with you and others. So like he hasn't asked you out or like, you know, done anything because he's just, you know, having a good time. And you're like just one of the million, unfortunately. So be upfront with him if you feel like this is the reason. Number four, he thinks you're attractive and fun, but you're not his type. And that happens, unfortunately. Yep. You're probably super awesome and wonderful, but you're, he's just not that into you. It's not your fault. It just, you know, it just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and then the other thing, he's fantasizing about you, but he doesn't want to cheat with another on another woman. So he probably, like I said, he's probably interested in or being with somebody else. And um, yeah, he's having enough fun flirting with other women. He doesn't feel need to take things to the next level and right. he's just not gonna you know ask you out so uh, for the most part if men aren't happy with the status quo that they have they take action to change it that's what they do that they go after what they want they pursue women they want to date that's just you know they like that challenge they you know back then men used to hunt a lot it's part of the thing I don't know if this is super controversial that I'm saying that but I'm a big believer in it the moment I started looking at it that way my life dating ways became a million percent easier if the guy was not interested in me I just stopped talking to him and it yep. saved me six seven months of heartache it was phenomenal mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and then I, I was surrounded by real men it was lovely <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you met your husband he's a real man yes and I'm very grateful <laughs> so, so yeah if he doesn't if he's not asking you he just doesn't want to that's yep. it I I have to agree with you 100%. Just, I mean, it's true that we live in a different era and, and women, we're independent women that don't need no man, right? Yeah, but when we do that. want a man and it's like, I want to get the man and you want to approach him, that's fine. And, but you just have to read the vibe, read the room, read his intentions. Because uh, if you do want to go ahead and try to ask him out, you have to see if maybe he is, uh, if he is interested in that way, because he might say no, and now you got rejected, and nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. That's that's just sad. But like Mela said, I think it's important to be honest. Like what she said earlier, listen, are you interested? Like I, you know, we've been chatting for a little bit. I've been enjoying our time together, or the times we've been talking. I'm just wondering where this is going, you know, instead of being super direct, like, hey, I like you, let's go out or be my boyfriend, something like that, that direct, right? Because you might scare him away. But being gentle, but being direct and asking, listen, where where do you think this is going? Or like something like that, you know? You know what I'm a bigger fan of? Just stop texting him. he texts first yeah just stop because he's always gonna text first he's always gonna come up with some lame thing just give him one word sentences if he's interested he's gonna want to get to know you more if he's not he's gonna be like i bounce because he's got somebody else on the side i you know just it's it's really why do you hold on to someone that's not even good for you like it's Mm -hmm. weird just you know she's asking jane doe do i wait yeah you wait but like in the meantime get to know other people don't put yourself on hold for this person like get you know socialize get to know others have a goal you know and if this f- first guy really has interest or then decides to 
you know ask you out he's gonna ask you out Mm -hmm. but if not like don't put your life on pause for him I don't think you should wait for 100% like do your thing but I also don't think you should say something to him because I don't think that he's ready or the right one and that's okay exactly yeah just well value value who you are just read the room read his vibe if he's if you if you have second doubts about it then that's your answer follow your gut yeah run away (laughs) always follow your gut that's (laughs) so we hope that this helps you jane doe just just hold on let let him want you yeah do your own thing get to know other people if he if he's the right one he'll come by it's fine don't 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 do that that's just my opinion (laughs) (laughs) their opinion and also the article we looked up will uh you know put down below there's a lot of articles that say women should i'm just not no i mean and there are probably listeners out there cheekies are like but i know someone that like went after her man and did the happiest people yeah that's the exception to the rule <laughs> it's very rare i seldomly know people that are in committed relationships where the woman that pursued him is happy mm-hmm. because she kind of did all the work and he's like i so she did all the work for this and i don't have to do anything that's usually how it turns out so yeah that's just how I personally view things. Uh, it worked out for me, you know? So, you know, if you don't want to take my opinion, that's more than fine. But this is just my, un, you know, my solicited advice. For yes, because you did say there's a question. <laughs> so you wanted us to and talk. If anyone listening doesn't agree with me, that's perfectly fine. Go do you, boo. Yes, do you. Chase a man, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> Chase him. If you feel like you should, then do it. Always follow your gut. If you have doubts about doing it, then don't do it. But if you're sure about doing it and asking him out, then do it. Follow your gut. Always follow your gut. Your gut. Is well, your I don't think friend. you should. I'm going to just tell you straight up because I'm that friend. <laughs> but if that's what you want to do, I'm going to support you. Like I was that's a right. friend. I told you how I feel. So do what you may with that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that wraps up the tea time portion for today. If you would like to have one of your questions featured, well, one of our upcoming episodes, please feel free to go on our website and fill out the portion under Tea Time. DM us or send us a message under the Tea Time portion on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. All right. So now we're going to go back into jumping on some problems, but like there are more, I feel, detailed problems mm-hmm. and with solutions because we can't just keep it's depressing. <laughs> so and, and you guys come here for problems and solutions. So we're gonna give you that solution yes, too. That's right. That, good time. Like, yes. Uh, that's our podcast. All right. We're gonna spill the tea on this. Ready? Okay. So there's fubbing. I didn't know what a fubbing was. <laughs> like, what is that? It's basically when a person ignores their partner by constantly being on their phones. So that's a problem. <laughs> yes. Um, believe it or not, apparently some people tend to look at their phones more than their partner on dates, which is not good. It's not socially acceptable in general, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it can make your partner feel left out or ignored. So in order to avoid this, make a no phone rule for dates. Stop having FOMO. It's going to be fine. Yes. You're going to FOMO of this person. They're going to leave you. And you're going to miss out on probably somebody spectacular if you're always on your phone. Remember, exactly. most social media is fake. You don't need to know that Lupe had a tortilla for dinner. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that important. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> yes. Then we have oversharing or undersharing on social media. So we talked about this before, right? So mm-hmm. some people like to share lovey-dovey photos and post it everywhere. And others hate it. <laughs> yeah, because it's annoying. There's always a possibility of couples getting into fights due to oversharing or undersharing on social media because it goes from one extreme to the next. The right. easiest way to deal with this is that you guys sit and talk and decide how to share and how much to share on social media. The fact that this is even a problem is depressing for me. <laughs> I know. Like, don't, how about this? We just don't share. We put one picture that you're with someone and that's it and then in eventful lives like you take pictures together you don't have to like post pictures you guys holding hands and being like my heart is filled with joy and the angels were singing above like we don't need that it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the angels singing above <laughs> 
because if the relationship is real and if there's genuine compassion and love you don't need to overshare it oh i see what you did there yeah. i see what you did i'd rather the undersharing than the oversharing personally because that means it's more real if the guy is not really posting that's fine that's how guys are um if they're undersharing that means that they usually it's a legit thing but they should have at least one picture of you i think at least one just so everyone knows if they're if you're like committed and there's not one picture up i would like think that's a red flag yeah 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 so yeah unless the last picture they posted is like from 2015 and they don't even touch their their social media yeah that's fine that's yeah but if they just posted last week about a cake and then you've been together for three months and they haven't even posted about you you know like ever that's a problem yeah 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 (laughs) Okay. Then there's depression and stress. So several reports suggest that millennials tend to be more anxious and depressed and they struggle with more mental problems than previous generations. I agree with this 100%. I think Generation Z is even worse. I feel really bad for them. I'm sorry, guys, that you struggle with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's partially due to fast-paced life powered by technology. Um, so someone that's stressed or depressed can affect a relationship if, if they have um, a partner like that. Um, the best way to deal with this is to focus on your partner's mental health and try out med- meditation or other remedies to deal with it. I agree 100%. And that's why I said earlier, it's very important to understand if you can handle it or not. Exactly. Because if you cannot handle it, you're not doing anyone a service. If, um, you know, if you can, then just know that you're going to have to be okay with it. And this is for the rest of your life. This is something that doesn't go away in a few months like you might have to go to therapy with them or they might have to go to therapy and have to be supported they're going to have the bad days and you have to be there to be you know hold them up because that's what relationships are it's a give and take when one is down the other brings the person up and they should be doing the same thing for you so if someone has a lot of anxiety and stress and I feel like this could go with friendships too if they just choose not to if they're like they're mentally not well Mm -hmm. and then you help them and then you're having a bad day and you want to vent and they can't be there for you, yeah. then you have to think twice about whether or not if this is even healthy for you, because it becomes like a very thin line between, you know, them not being able to really be there and toxic, mm-hmm. like sucking the energy out of you. Right. Uh, so yeah, so something to definitely consider. And then the constant need for attention is a thing. Um, these days, no one really waits. Like I think because everything is delivered so fast paced, people's patients are like, non-existent um so because of of which people need constant attention due to the fast-paced environment that we live in like we get answers quick no one writes letters for the most part anymore it's texting or we google and things pump up like Mm -hmm. it's just and then everyone's trying to cater to that experience in general like businesses um people now might need that constant attention for somebody and it can lead to conflict it's important to give each person space and time and it's utmost important to understand when your partner is busy and needs space for his and her her work or whatever you need to give them that space maybe they just need a moment to breathe Mm -hmm. like I love to be alone sometimes like uh, I love Eric but sometimes I'm gonna be in the bathroom half an hour an hour because I just need to think (laughs) alone yeah it's not because I don't love him it's just I need to think alone and it or like when he's out to work and I'm home during the week not I work too but like on those days I'm not, I just I enjoy the silence. I enjoyed my birds. Yeah. I don't turn on the radio. I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. And I just like, or whatever, who does the radio? I do. I'm old. Sometimes. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> turn uh, on your podcast. Chiki. If you're out there, turn on our podcast. And yes, to us. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's okay to take a moment and you know, it's okay to you have to learn to be secure with yourself to not that need that constant attention at that point. That's a you problem. And yep. maybe you're better off, like, because I don't feel you should be with someone because they complete you per se. Like, you should, you need to have a life before becoming a wife. Yes. You need to be ha- having a life before getting a wife, right? So mm-hmm. let's do that. That's a because one. I had, I had a lunch the other day with someone I met and he had, had said the smartest thing. I'm like, oh, good Lord. I never thought of it that way. He said, he feels that some people are blank canvases and then they come into committed relationship with those that so in hopes that they get painted mm. and I'm like oh, good god that is so profound 23 years old wow this this person this guy and I said wow 
I agree with them wholeheartedly. Like, that's not good. Like you need to be a canvas. You need to be your own painting mm-hmm. and then meet the other painting that, you know, makes it a whole picture, makes it pretty on the wall. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be your own person. And then after your own person, you add to that. And, and you know, it becomes this like power couple in a way where you bring the good out of each other. So you don't actually right. change who you are. You just this your partner supposed to bring out the better version of yourself that you didn't even think you thought you had it, it's supposed to work in harmoniously you're not supposed to completely adjust who you are you, know, you yep. sacrifice little things here and there but like you can't scream at them maybe they don't like screaming and but that makes you a better person because you're not yelling at everyone now and you don't feel so stressed out because you're not always yelling you know exactly. stuff like that so Yes, constant need for attention is no good. You need to work on that. It's a you problem. And then distractions everywhere. So everyone's distracted all the time. Constant notifications, social media interactions, gaming options, and whatever. So modern life is just so busy and full of distractions. This means that a person is unable to give time and effort to a relationship, which is extremely necessary. One way to deal with this is to plan things together and do things that you both like to do together. So I was watching a YouTube video years back and there was this couple, they were like fighting because he played a lot of video games. She felt really ignored by him and she was okay supporting his video game thing. She didn't want him to end, but she just wanted to spend more time with them. So they were, um, they contracted a seven-year-old to give advice. Like, how should they resolve it? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's like a lot. And the seven-year-old goes, why don't you play Pokemon Go? So this way you're outside, you're doing something together, yet you're incorporating video games. And they're Mm -hmm. like the light bulb that went off in everyone's head was hilarious. Mm -hmm. So there's ways around it. Um, Yeah. So also it's okay to like put that phone away. Like I said, Lupe's tortilla, not that serious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. And I'm going to go over the next five and I'm I'm going to start with the first one because I, I thought that the very first one was just the introduction to the thing, but it's also another tip. So mm-hmm. one, of, one of those was jealousy over an action taken on social media. And that one, you know, because again, we live in a, in a technology era and social media actions can possibly take or, you know, have a large consequence in relationships. So like if you discover that your partner liked a bikini or shirtless picture of somebody, it can be disturbing and it can lead to fights. So if that were to, if that happens, you just always remember that jealousy serves no productive purpose, and it's important to not read too much into your lover's actions when it comes to social media. Then again, setting boundaries, that right, like we just Mel just talked about oversharing or undersharing on social media. You need to talk about those types of things, boundaries. You know, it doesn't mean anything if I like a picture, or it means. I don't something. know. I feel that at that point. You have to respect because you're allowed to be jealous of the person you love within reason. Mm-hmm. It's actually biblical. Did you know that? Probably. I read I read about it in the Bible. So oh, it's good. interesting. So you're allowed to be slightly jealous of like your significant other. Not to the point where it's toxic and controlling and they can't be a person, but it's okay to like because what happens is once you know you get married they become yours and you become theirs right you become one flesh Mm -hmm. and nothing should be separating that so why is it okay to look at these pictures of people half naked and commenting on it Mm -hmm. but not okay for you to go to someone in a bikini in real life and be like hey I think you're hot like no, what is this difference? Okay. No, you know what no I mean? Yeah. And that's what people I think are like, oh my God, it's not a big deal. It kind of is because you're actively looking or right. you have like, okay, maybe if this person like is your friend and they post a thirst trap, don't acknowledge it. Like just keep going or mm-hmm. maybe just unfollow them because they're posting thirst traps for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And th- that's definitely every, like every way. When you need to have good open communication about those types of things too. Yeah. Absolutely. The next one is commitment issues. Facts. Millennials are <laughs> millennials have more problems setting settling in than previous generations. As there are so many choices in a fake sense of perfection. People can have commitment and trust issues. For this, one must change the way they perceive things. And work on a bond that is both strong and sturdy. So, again, if you, and, and 
this goes to a deeper level, right? Like a lot of us uh, maybe have lost a parent or, or maybe we come from like divorce uh, parents or something like that. So we, we have like that, like past trauma, the baggage, right, of, of that stuff. So, so of course, uh, having commitment issues plays a big, a big role of why some of us are still single, right? Mm-hmm. But trauma, trauma, so like at, trauma. Yeah. So at that point, after you started dating somebody and, and you, you feel that it's going well, it's going steady, you do need to have this open conversation about your feelings and if they cannot handle your feelings and now you know that it's time to move on from this person but i think it's so important to open up and say listen i have commitment issues because of xyz but i'm working on them and i feel better when i'm around you or however you want to approach it right but you want to let them know what's happening so they don't think that you just don't care because you do care you're just kind of a little afraid or or you have guarded, exactly. guarded, yeah, guarded. So, so you want to have an open conversation about that. Yeah, I don't really know anyone that doesn't have a commitment issue, though. Yeah, uh, honestly, I feel us. like we need to stop using that as an excuse at this point. I think everyone kind of has some sort of commitment issue because no one's going to openly want to completely trust someone they don't know. <laughs> it's just yeah. the reality of it. Um, it takes time. Like it's like that. Even with friendships, friendships, friendships are a commitment you know right. <laughs> so jobs you have to commit to a job you know yeah. hobby like so mm-hmm. some have a, it's a little scarier and I think that at that point um it's probably something a little deeper going on and maybe the first thing is not to be in denial of what the problem is yep. and face it and deal with this so you could be healthy in a committed relationship when you choose to have one yes. because this can still chase you around even after you commit yeah, you need to you need to be able to talk about it with your partner. Yeah, therapy is wonderful. Yeah. So the next one is more misunderstandings. God, I can't know with this. Like, I know. These days, people mostly text or send DMs, and to understand one's emotion with a four-word text is obviously difficult, if not impossible, because of which more misunderstandings crop up between couples. The only solution to this is communication. Again, stop texting. Call somebody call them facetime meeting person don't have a text conversation because you're gonna have misunderstandings you're gonna misread their their tone and you're gonna be more angry or more sad or more disappointed or more happy and they didn't even mean that <laughs> so i think we should do a podcast on misunderstandings i think okay. that would be kind of awesome yes we're gonna brew we're gonna brew that tea and then we're gonna spill it later down the yeah way. let's do that but ultimately misunderstandings as I'm getting older I thought I'd be better at it I'm not (laughs) everyone's like not getting better at it it is unbelievable how something so tiny can be so confusing Mm -hmm. and it's just part of being imperfect it's part of people having different communication styles yep it's part of just being distracted I think Mm -hmm. um I think one thing that we all need to understand is for the I want to say a good 99% of the time, people aren't actively trying to attack you. Yes. <laughs> and there is a misunderstanding. If you feel that most of your friends are willing to attack at any moment's chance, maybe you need to reassess your life and choose better friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're in healthy relationships, regardless of what they look like in your life, 99% of the time they're not actively trying to attack you it is a misunderstanding it's okay to ask I'm sorry did you mean a b and c I don't know it's just I'm still trying to figure it out I get people that still misunderstand one another and I don't even really text anymore so it's just a thing it's just a tendency that happens um and I think that's why there's so many comedy shows on it because it's such a thing for years and years and years it's never going to get better mm-hmm. um I do notice that the misunderstandings and miscommunications I struggle with, like people that I struggle with the most in it, are people I tend to text more often than not. Um, And those that I don't, I don't have really these issues. So, you know, solution, communicate, actually like put the phone down, call them, speak to them in person. Don't feel that they're willing to attack you. But I think we should do definitely a podcast on misunderstanding where we could touch more on this. But yeah. The next one is anxiety about the relationship's future. So many dating apps and social media. Again, we go back to that. 
it is quite normal to feel insecure about a relationship's future. So to deal with this, communicate with your partner and work on making your bond stronger. That yeah, we've talked about that. So you sounded so you, sarcastic when you said that. Because I don't like, okay, of course we're going to, of course you have to work on your bond to be stronger, but, but people you have don't to be specific. But that's the thing. So you have to be specific. We just talked about that. The whole misunderstanding thing. So you need to talk about them in person and say, listen, we met on Tinder. I do <laughs> not want you using Tinder anymore. I am not going to use it either. We're both going to delete our accounts. Done. Now you don't have anxiety about they're on Tinder again, checking out people, right? Mm -hmm. You need to have specific things. Okay, why am I having anxiety about the future of this relationship? Oh, it's because my partner still has Tinder open and... Um, farmersonly.com account <laughs> god what's happening <laughs> maybe we shouldn't like be looking for lifelong partners on the internet just saying you know, like well, meeting people, in person is awesome and you know there's people that have met on these on these websites and they're fine which is good for them but if you still feel a little nervous about it, it maybe it's because they still have an active account so you need to talk about it or maybe you just accounts. are so anxious to like get married that you're not enjoying the moment because mm -hmm. I don't think it's all just an apps thing I think sometimes people are just so anxious like okay next step okay now we're gonna get engaged then we have to plan this then we're gonna get married yeah. then we're gonna have this and we're gonna do that it's like um how about we enjoy the now yes. let's enjoy the beauty that is now like you might not work out or maybe you might work mm -hmm. out and then someone might die you don't know exactly you know you can't control maybe you should assess if you have a control problem and take care of that too because yes. that's serious um mm -hmm. but also enjoy the now just enjoy because at the end of the day if it doesn't work out it's still successful because you got something out of it you got what you didn't want out of it you now know mm -hmm. you got to sometimes yeah you, you grow to, as you grow as a person, you, grow like, as a person. you know what you like and what you don't yeah and then you also get to experience new experiences with a different person mm -hmm. and that's pretty awesome you know, yep. like it makes, it becomes a part of you. Like sometimes it becomes a core memory mm -hmm. and then it makes you like your awesome person that you are today. So just enjoy yeah. the now, enjoy the moment, see where I, it goes. And I do agree. You do need to make your bond stronger. It's just, yeah. it, it's been said for like the past few, a uh, few solutions, make your bond stronger, of course. But how do we do that? Talk about it. Yeah, it's because it's a problem. People don't do it. <laughs> it's like you think yeah. Brought up. <laughs> yeah, you need to communicate. You need to spend time together, right? Make your bond stronger so you don't have, so you can feel secure about the relationship that you have with this person. Yes. Can and, I say this? Can I say? Say what? Well, and oh, last but not least. <laughs> yes. I didn't Listen. know I used to say that until I pointed it out. Like, oh ma'am, I was about to say last but not least, like Mila always says. <laughs> It's kind of like you with the tea type. So, like, I have to hear it all the time now. If you don't oh. do so, I get, I would get upset. You do it every time. Like, you can't not do it now. Oh, when I say, so, tea time is when we answer yeah. that. Oh, funny. I didn't realize. Well, you do it all the time. So, never stop doing that because oh, I got used to God. hearing it now. I'm sure everyone did. So, yeah. Okay. And Last but not least, difference in goals. Go ahead. There are so many opportunities out there and people have different goals. So this ultimately affects one's relationship with their partner. To solve this issue, couples must try their best to make things work and try not to give up on relationships so easily. And you need to be willing to sacrifice for your partner's goals as, and they need to sacrifice for your goals as well. Like don't give up your life goals if your partner doesn't agree with them. You need to, again, communicate, talk about each other's goals for the future and for the relationship and you can both work together in harmony for them that's why i'm a big believer and fan of being direct in the first week because i avoided all this <laughs> good job thank you i told them all this is what i want this is what i expect this is what i don't want this is what i want out of life can you handle it if not we need to end it immediately <laughs> done well, yeah you're not gonna waste no time I'm and you know what no one ran away from that i did not have a problem like at all i highly recommend 10 out of 10 do it <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 would do it again <laughs> so it's it is true that us as millennials are currently struggling struggling a little bit more than I think other it's just young people than other than, than older generation other demographic people right now but 
the main thing is learn to communicate, learn to talk about your feelings. Don't be pushy. Don't be negative. You know, try to understand each other. Minimize the uh, social media intake. Yes. Try to work together. God. And if you love being alone and rather to be single, then enjoy do that it. too. You do you, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> So that is it for our podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. We sincerely hope you liked it. We would love to know what you thought about our episode. So feel free to please leave a comment. Feel free to let us know what topics you would like for us to discuss in the future. Please subscribe, give us a like, a follow, and or a five-star rating wherever you're listening. If you want to hear more episodes like this one, please follow us on every social media platform at Chatty Amigas. Thank you so much for listening, Cheekies. We will be back every Tuesday with the tea. Bye! Bye.